welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we are in, we're taking it super easy this month and watching some made-for-TV movies. Not just any made-for-TV <laughs> movie, teenaged made-for-TV movies, a.k.a. like decoms and shit. Um, and this week we're doing literally a decom. <laughs> Let it shine. Woo. <laughs> I think it's like one of the few like POC decoms. Like, yeah, it's like that and Cheetah Girls, I feel. But anyways, unimportant. I just, it was an observation. Do you have any history with this mm-hmm. movie? Absolutely not. I've never seen it before. <laughs> oh, for real? I've never seen I'd never heard of it before you brought it up. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, we can watch this. Oh, my God. Never seen it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, here we are. <laughs> well, I've seen it. Um, I don't have, like, a storied history with it in any way. Like, I saw it happen on Disney Channel. I'm sure I caught it a couple times. I own it on iTunes for reasons i don't remember but i bought it so i have it um and like if you're sitting there and you're like adicia and you're like what is let it shine um if you are on tiktok or just the internet in general you will know who coco jones is coco jones Mm -hmm. is like she did like a, a youtube video where she's sort of like explaining her experience with disney or like at least like a, an overview of all the shenanigans that went on and how, why they didn't like, they didn't back her up and shit like that. You can go see that on YouTube, Coco Jones, go find her. Literally, she's so funny. Um, that video had like at least three or four sound bites that became TikTok sounds. Um, like the, I was an employee and I was gonna get employee of the yeah. month. And, all of those. And that's on period. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's sort of who Coco Jones is. Um, she's super talented, actually, as a singer. So just go and check her out. Anyways, let us begin <laughs> with the story. Um, it's funny, right? I had like three different realizations what the movies were doing. One is that both of them are adaptations of something. Two, it's mm-hmm. that the lead character, like the lead character's love interest is a pop star. And I'm almost certain both of them have like the song competition thing going on. And the, you know, pop star girlfriend is a black girl. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> look at us being on theme and everything. I love it. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like the song competition is a popular plot device for several movies that have anything to do with music, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, can actually. <laughs> I mean, fair, sure, but like, it's not like we're doing uh, "Let It Shine" and then like the Descendants, you know, um, or Teen Beach Movie or whatever. I suppose. <laughs> Anyways, let's get started. <laughs> so, uh, Let It Shine is a uh, 
Disney uh, decom movie. It's from 2012. It is an adaptation of Serrano de Bergerac, which you will find quite easily because the main character's name is Cyrus de Barge. They really, really worked around those letters in there. They said, listen, we don't need to work hard at this. This is, this is true. I guess they were like, the kids won't know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know who Serrano de Bergerac is. Exactly. So, um, it's set in Atlanta, in Georgia. And Cyrus, when we are introduced to him, he is the choir director. He's 15. He's a choir director. His father is a pastor and his mother... He's a pastor's wife. And he <laughs> yes. is in charge. What? <laughs> it just sounded like you were rubbing up to give her like a title, like a she does this in the church. <laughs> but you're like, she's the wife of the pastor. Yes. <laughs> because I couldn't think of what she does. She's just a pastor's wife. No, that's accurate. It's just, <laughs> don't mind me. I'm fine. <laughs> but, uh, Yes, so when we meet him, it's actually a song uh, that is going on. He is in charge of. He is on the piano, I believe it is, Mm -hmm. and the choir. Who is in the choir? Uh, (laughs) Chloe and Hallie. Very tiny versions of them. But still giving Uh, performances. I would like to let you know. They are fully performing. You can see the makings of a little Chloe to what she is now and a little Hallie to what she is now. Like, (laughs) yes, I love them. Um, Also, did we say who was playing uh, Cyrus? Tyler? No, we did not. (laughs) Okay, well, Tyler James Williams of Everybody Hates Chris fame. He was also in, like, Dear White People, I think, the movie. Yes, he was. He was in that. I was trying to think of what else I saw him in. Um, I think he was on... Am I making this up? I don't know. He was on one of the Criminal Minds. Oh, he was. He was. He was. It was um, (laughs) Beyond Borders. The one where they go to, like, the different countries. Ooh. Just, ooh, don't watch it. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but... (laughs) If you're from any country that they they visit, I promise you, you'll be upset. They came to South Africa, and I was like, incorrect. (laughs) That is not our police. They are not the military. Pardon me. Um, Anyways, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. We're fine. Okay. (laughs) So, yes, Tyler James Williams. And the choir is singing, you know, as they do. And then, a la Sister Act, they burst out into song and dance. That was my note. <laughs> I literally took a note and said, Cyrus watched Sister Act and said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They come out and they start rapping and... Joyful, the, joyful. The, the, oh, the... I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, they're singing joyful noise. Which is so, so close. <laughs> Oh, well, the song. Well, the rejoice, com- yeah. rejoice, na 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 joyful noise, and then they're like hip hop dancing, which is a wild time. 
Um, <laughs> the congregation is loving it, but his father is not. Ooh, his father not. Jacob is just absolutely. He not. is very. <laughs> but I mean, we always have to have one character that dislikes it. Where where will there be conflict anyway? Exactly. I love this movie. Like took like the plot, but then just made multiple conflicts mm-hmm. out of it to give it like little minor conflicts, which I I guess I appreciate. At the same time, I'm just like, a lot of this is so cliche. I cannot deal with this. But, you it's know, like, I had to remind myself several times. This is a Disney movie. <laughs> this is a Disney movie. This is a Disney movie. This is how the kids learn the values yeah. we have to... Yes. It's not... <laughs> it's not for us. We already know. It's it's really not. It's really not. Um, but, yes, his father does not approve so after afterwards when the congregation is like having had fully enjoyed it he gets a little bit of a speaking to about how ungodly rap music is (laughs) and how it has no place in the house of god Mm -hmm. and you know it's the devil's music and whatever whatever you know the whole thing i thought we moved past this in the 90s but i guess not so very topical anyway moving on (laughs) (laughs) moving on so next we have cyrus who is he gets a call from a friend of his chris who is going to engage in a rap battle with someone called Bling, Lord of the Bling. Mm-hmm. And Cyrus sneaks out, as he must do, to go to his secret job working in a, what is it? It's like a... It's a teen club. I like, I literally yeah. wrote the club. I cannot. Because he says the club, um, rather than like whatever mm-hmm. the name of the club was. And I was just like, sir, the club? you're a whole baby what do you mean um but he goes off to i think it's called the streets right or something like that i think yes i believe it's called the streets where he works uh as a bus boy but also he uses it as a venue for his music because he makes his own beats in his bedroom and he gives the cd to the dj his friend chris and then chris and the bling engage in a rap battle which Chris subsequently loses because Chris does not have I mean they're neither of them I mean to be very honest like if I was to (laughs) I mean you're not wrong (laughs) because it's a wild time but again Disney movie because like I was like I understand that we're meant to understand that they have different levels of rap skills. What I would like to point mm-hmm. out is they have very similar flows. They do. And they go towards the same like type of punchlines. And so I don't know how different you thought they were <laughs> in skills because they're not mm-hmm. <laughs> that different. I mean, okay, they purposefully make Chris, like, you know, like, one, two, three, A, B, C, Do, Re, Mi, you and me. Um, I think mm-hmm. I just stole that from the Datsun 5. But anyways, he, he, <laughs> he just, like, does that. And, like, that's his, like, sort of, like, he's really lame or whatever. But then, like, Blink comes in and mm-hmm. he's just, like, 
still lame. Like, more words, <laughs> sure, I guess. And punchlines, <laughs> sure, I guess. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> oh, the song. It starts singing, the, Tonight's the, the Night. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny to me. Because I... I, like, fully lost it at this scene. Because I was just like, oh, my God, a whole fucking musical number in the middle of the club. Everyone's just like, tonight's the night. And I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, is this diegetic or not? That was that was my thing. Is like, are the people who are singing the chorus, like, singing the chorus in world? Or, like, it's just like, this is a musical number because this is a musical um, because they don't do that very often, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, yeah, this is clearly not happening in world. Um, anyways, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a an attempt at a thing, and it's you know, ooh, tonight's the night, and then there's a dance break somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, is. oh, wait, 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 so... wait, wait. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go ahead. Um, notes I made. <laughs> Uh, the rapping sounds like a Lonely Island moment. Like something about that mm. flow felt very like Lonely Islandy. Um, and then I wrote down, not Chris, but the guy who the other the next guy that goes up against Bling. I wrote down some of his lines because I could not stop laughing, and I don't know why. But here we go. Your hat's too small because your head is too big. Your hair under your arms is like a real big wig. Stop, quit, bling, retire. Your breath's so bad that your face needs a shower. A marathon was two, was two or three hours. Um, the roof of your mouth, your mouth is on fire. And I was like, and people were like losing it, by the way. Like, it's not like he was saying all this shit and they were like, all like, mm hmm, sure. They were all like, yes, King, get him. <laughs> and I was just like, no. But I go off, I guess. I mean, I probably would have lost it as well, but not in a good way. I'm pretty sure it would have been similar to the way I lost it during the Cats movie. <laughs> it was. <laughs> something oh, anyways. but yes so after uh chris's defeat uh cyrus is busying himself doing work he actually seems to sincerely dislike bling for some reason that we never like fully establish i think it's because in the past and then we see in a few moments Bling has challenged Cyrus, I guess, in the past to rap battles, which Cyrus never takes him up on, despite knowing that he is, in fact, a better rapper than Bling. Mm -hmm. Cyrus gets bumped into and spills ice. It's ice on Cyrus. On, on Bling, rather. Mm -hmm. And it causes Bling to then come up and begin to insult him. But Cyrus, knowing that he is a better rapper, proceeds to insult himself in front of Bling to show that he could have come up with better words than he could, even if it was just directly at himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just rapping and just be 
Yeah. And like the um, the flow of it, I can replicate. It's like, I'm gonna take a shower and now I feel like I'm not. And I feel really hot. That's, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I promise you that is the flow. Um, but I'm not here to read them. I'm just here to have a good time. So after Cyrus uh, thoroughly um, emasculates himself and gets Bling's posse kind of on his side, Bling then goes up on stage, grabs a microphone, and then proceeds to call out Cyrus, challenging him, but Cyrus just walks away, as he seems to tend to do all the time. So, heading home now, Cyrus and Chris, they are hanging out and they see on the television Coco Jones, <laughs> whose stage name is in this Roxanne Roxy. Um, she is a teenage pop star who used to go to kindergarten with them, grew up with them, I believe. And she is uh, presenting that there is a songwriting contest that's going to be happening. And she is going to be picking the song that she finds best as a winning entry. Both of the boys, who are kind of in love with her, I guess, decide that they're both entering the songwriting competition. Mm -hmm. Cyrus spends time uh, making a very good song. He works really hard. I, we hear it later on. It's called... Um, Don't run away. Oh, what is it? Don't run away from the truth. But we'll, we'll get there. Um, my favorite line yeah. in this, girl, your pterodactyl fly. I don't know why I lost it, but I did lose it for a substantial <laughs> amount of time at that line. But so he spends time working on that song and he completes it and he puts it on a CD, writes a note at the bottom of the entry form that says, hey, remember me? We used to go to kindergarten together I think it says and he puts in a picture and this is where it starts to go downhill because the picture that he puts in the mail is a picture of both him and Chris Chris is in the foreground and he's in the background which was probably intentional but still I'm Wait, just like if he's, you're, you're entering saying it's intentional that yourself, he sent the picture with 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 both him and Chris, or you mean the foreground background thing? Foreground background thing. Okay. On his behalf, or just, just Disney, <laughs> the writers. Disney. Okay, got it. Got Disney. Got it. It's cool, just cool, cool, cool. foreshadowing. Yes. I mean, for just. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just like, if you're entering yourself in a competition, and there's two people in your photo. Would you not draw a circle around yourself, put an arrow, some indicator of who you are in a photo of multiple people? Worst part is he fucking puts a stage name on top of that <laughs> idea of like, I'm giving you so much room to just guess who the person is here. 
Like, put your freaking name or put a picture with just you. Pick a struggle. Because Anyways. later on, we realize that she actually remembers Both their names. Yeah. Or, yeah. So she would have known which one it was if he had at any moment just put Cyrus at anywhere. And we would have we would have avoided the entire plot, and there wouldn't have been a movie. Sure, but that's the, that's the thing. Those are the kinds of things that make me so annoyed for like plots like this, where it's just like if this one thing, then none of this, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, but mm, it's so thin. It's so thin. The reason why this happened didn't be to begin with. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna calm down and actually talk about the movie. So he sends the the thing in the mail. <laughs> he said he sends it in the mail and i think the next thing that we see is he spent so much time working on it that he'd been late to a few choir rehearsals he'd been you know like actually like working on it properly i think he's late to one of his father's sermons I don't remember what he's talking about. Probably uh, lambasting the youth. Oh, he was talking about the youth. <laughs> and he goes off on one about uh, protecting the youth and how they need to move away from devil music. He's really, like, particular. He's not <laughs> only, but he's obsessed. Like, obsessed. <laughs> There's so many other things yeah, to talk he... about, sir. You really don't need to week after week, Sunday after Sunday, tell us about music. You really don't. I mean, but this whole movie is about music. No, so. no, I know. What else can <laughs> tell about? I know. I'm just saying. Variety. So we move on to Roxy, who is listening to Cyrus's song. Uh, she's actually speaking to her the manager, I believe she is. Um, yeah. Her manager, Lila, who is trying to hide a bad magazine review from her because Roxy uses uh, a lot of vocoder and auto tune because at the time that is the popular thing and she's following uh, what her manager and producers are telling her is going to make her popular Mm -hmm. and so critics are saying that she can't sing at all she's listening to cyrus's song who truth's song i should say from now on Mm -hmm. she's listening to truth's song and she really likes it and she sees the picture and she's like oh i remember these guys from school and lila also sees the picture and both of them just decide that it's Chris mm-hmm. and it's Cyrus just never it never even though he's right next to him slightly behind they never have that moment of like hmm do you think it's this one I or wonder, that one <laughs> I wonder which one it is no it's just the one in the foreground no like it's the hot one obviously so <laughs> Which, which, like, that's so subjective. Yeah, which also, I know they do have, like, a line that sort of acknowledges it at the end. Um, but I wish, I don't know. I just, there's something about it that I wish 
was like that rang louder, I think, because it yeah. felt almost like a throwaway comment. And I guess we'll get to it when we get to it. But like, um, yeah, I was just like, y'all don't really like sit down and say, hey, that was kind of shitty what we did. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But yes, so next we're back in the street and we have the reporters that were with uh, Roxy when she made the announcement of the song contest. They appear in the street. They came to track down Truth, who had put his address as the street for some reason. Um, which should have tipped because <laughs> I don't think Chris put his address as the street. So it should have. But anyway, he put his address as the street. And so they came down, they spotted Chris there, and were like, you've won the song competition. Not saying that he's true, but it's like, you, you're the one that we've been looking for. How does it feel to win? And Cyrus sees this, and he's immediately disheartened by the fact that he put in all this effort, and he did not win the competition, which, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's more disheartened with the idea that Chris won, knowing mm-hmm. that Chris does not match his ability. Yeah, on top of the fact Especially that he was like, after. I wrote it, like, right last, last minute and just, like, sent it off. Exactly. And I was like, also, that brings me back to, he entered. So, like, did they just not go through the other entries after seeing Truth, quote-unquote? Quote did they go, oh, this is the one, without having heard any of the other ones? Because they would have, at one point, reached his entry right where Mm -hmm. it's and then there would have been his picture and they would have been faced with like oh oh right chris wouldn't enter as himself and then enter as a different person with a picture that has another person on it this is clearly the other person on that picture i don't know i was just like i don't know if this is just a plot hole or if they are implying that the fact that he sent in the entry late um, or like um, last minute that it he might not late. have sent a picture. He might not have. He might not have sent a picture. And he said he said that he entered as cool kid. He did say that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm remembering. He put in a fake name as well, so they might not have known it was him. Okay, I just feel like that could have been made clearer. Um, <laughs> that they could have been like, he didn't put a picture. I forgot to put a picture or something just to draw attention to the fact that like, mm-hmm. yeah, they both entered. Clearly, if two people entered and one person had two people on a picture and another person had one person on a picture and one of those people hap- like appears twice, clearly the one in the two picture is the other person. But whatever, <laughs> I'm thinking too much about it. But yes, so Roxy is also there. Uh, she comes and she hugs both Chris and Cyrus. She's and like, fully, "Oh um, my gosh, Chris, you got hot!" And Cyrus, you're here. Those are not her words, <laughs> I promise. But that is the. She says he looks the, the same, <laughs> like nothing about you has changed. He's like, "Thanks, I guess." Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> And then he proceeds to try to compliment her, but he's just fumbling over his words, which honestly, you know, fair enough. <laughs> um, but they 
they the crowd gasses up Roxy to sing and she's Oh my god, I didn't expect this. This is oh my, my note. God, you can't ask me to sing. This is my note for that moment. <laughs> I don't really want to perform, but since you insist, here's my impromptu, fully choreographed stage performance <laughs> with set pieces and backup dancers. Yep. Like, yep, 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 I was like, yep, yep. I'm sorry, you didn't just pick up a mic and be like, okay, let me just sing one of my songs. No, she was like, anyways, I came here with a full production. Five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, you know? Well, you know, they had to have something for the music video for the Disney Channel. I'm not arguing. (laughs) Just like a strange choice, but whatever. Maybe it's meant to be comedic. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe. Or maybe it's meant to just show how flashy she is. It's what I said. And I'm pretty sure she raps in this. Yes, she does. And hands down, she's the best rapper in the movie. Fight me. She is. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to hear her flow more. Let her rap. She's the queen of rap. Go off. But the thing is, you know what it is, though? Someone else wrote her songs. Look, I'm looking at the songwriters. You're lying. What? No. I'm looking at the songwriters and pretty much all of the songs that um, the the guys sing. Mm. And, uh, but her songs, her song, What I Said, is written by uh, an entirely different team. (laughs) Her song, What I Said, Who I'm Gonna Be... And good to be home, good to be home, and who I'm gonna be are written by the same people, who are still different people than the rest of the song. And also, tonight's the night is written by different people. But all of the other raps, don't run away, guardian angel, uh, you belong to me. It's all the same people. I see, I see, I see. I mean, this still is not dis- the delivery. Shade, I'm sure. Of course, yes, yes. <laughs> We're not here to be shady. We say stuff sometimes no, and no, it no, doesn't no, no. seem like favorable to some people, but like it's not like we're not here to attack. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, but I but like even so, her delivery is just yes. so good in this that I was like more. Thank you. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, it's work. Afterwards she mentions uh bright new star that or uh, up and coming star is gonna be that has won the song competition and it's truth and she points to chris who's gotten up you know to get his praise but chris is not truth chris is cool kid tyrus is truth <laughs> after this happens chris is like oh man well i guess we gotta straighten this out and he leaves to go and do that. And Cyrus's boss, who... Do we ever get his name? I don't even know. Well, let me see if Levi. I can find it. Levi. Levi. Yes. Okay. So Levi, who runs the club, who runs the street, uh, comes up and it's like, oh. And they have a conversation where it's revealed that... Chris is not truth 
and that Cyrus is truth and he actually won the song competition and Levi's like oh that's messed up but Cyrus is like no Chris is gonna sort it out and everything's gonna be fine and then he goes to catch up with them and Chris is out in the back alley taking pictures with Roxy and like having fans adore him and stuff and Cyrus just his heart is just immediately sinking because I guess he has an idea of what's coming (laughs) with this yeah because you see it on his face and Chris comes and is like can I talk to you for a second um I'm kind of feeling Roxy, you know, with this. And she's kind of feeling me. And, you know, I kind of want to do this and be truth, you know. And Cyrus having no no backbone. (laughs) (laughs) Cyrus having zero boundaries. It's just like, all right. I guess we can make this happen for you, but we gotta keep it a secret and like I have to like still be a part of it because you don't know how I flow and you're not really the winner I am, so it's not gonna you're gonna like fall to pieces without me. Yeah. <sighs> I mean he doesn't say it quite so quite so aggressively. He doesn't, but it's it... it's I am interpreting <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I guess, but I have to help because, like, like, because if you go on alone, like, you don't know how I do things. And Chris is like, yes, make the plans. I'll just sit here and look pretty. And then he leaves. So they, Chris has a recording session because they have to record the song properly. So both of them go to this large building and in the elevator, Cyrus is like, I'll teach you my flow. We have some time. But they don't have time. They're late. Mm-hmm. Lila's sound engineer isn't there. So <clears throat> Chris, uh, well, no, Cyrus volunteers. No, Chris volunteers Cyrus. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Chris volunteers Cyrus, who then proceeds to show that he does kind of know what he's doing, having only practiced sound engineering in his bedroom. He's just very talented at mixing and editing so Lila gives him permission on the basis that he doesn't break anything and it gives them a chance to actually have Cyrus recording as truth because it is his voice that 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 is the voice of truth Mm -hmm. so He's recording and then Roxy appears after having been late herself and Cyrus hides while Chris makes out that he was the one recording and they have a chat and Cyrus then speaks into the mic which is played in through Chris's headphones when Roxy asks him to do a freestyle Cyrus just does the freestyle for Chris after he messes it up on his own because he has no thought process like Cyrus does. And he's like the dumb one. So like there's quite a few jokes that they do with him saying like something or someone saying something and him thinking it's a completely different word. Um, Like even earlier in that scene um, 
Cyrus says something about like gotta help you through this conundrum or something like that, and Chris is like, mm-hmm. "This is not a conundrum. This is, this, not is a con- this is not a condominium. It's a recording studio or something like that." And I was like, "Sir, okay." So yeah, like all of his, he's like shallow. He's like insipid. <laughs> he's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so obviously his like freestyle would be like, "I got girls around the world." fire but um yeah it is again cyrus's lyrics that get to her Mm -hmm. and let my words caress your heart or something i yeah i i shivered i did not like that line (laughs) yeah so he's (laughs) what you're talking about is when he's back in the booth i think she like leaves and come back comes back really quickly and Cyrus is the one that is now standing at the recording and Chris is hiding mm. and he does another flow for her which she falls in love with but you know doesn't see his face yeah and I'm and like their silhouettes are nothing alike ma'am it's really not <laughs> it's so different like, I don't know I don't know if you said it just now but like there he's in the dark so he's in a shadow essentially and it's yeah. just his silhouette that she can see but neither they do not look alike in any way silhouette wise so i was like i roxy you're doing this to yourself i don't know i don't know how to help you no it's the disney movie doing it to her they have to keep her in the in the literal dark long <laughs> enough to have a hour and 43 minute <laughs> movie <laughs> Which, by the way, I was very surprised how long that was. I was like, wow, this is too long. Roxy then proceeds to fall more in love with Chris, who is, well, she falls more in love with Truth, but it's, she thinks it's Chris. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Does he sing just, a song it here? goes on in this. Um, is it You Belong to Me? No, 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 Baby, you belong to me. It's after this recording session. He's late to another choir rehearsal where we see his mother is has like taken up the position for him slightly and is teaching the choir the song. And then I don't remember which of the sisters asks him the question, but uh, they ask if Hallie. they can spice it up. It's Hallie? Okay. They ask if they can spice it up like they did for Joyful Noise and his dad is in the background doing <laughs> so of course you can't uh, you know they have to keep it very very simple and secure you know so that he doesn't get into any more trouble and then we cut back to a recording where Cyrus has planned a duet for truth and and I feel like it's not like fully penetrated into his mind the fact that he is not doing this like he is mm-hmm. but he's not the person I, I mean he is the person that she's kind of enraptured with and like really into but at the same time he's not and yeah. I feel like he gets surprised every time <laughs> when she mentions Chris <laughs> no because every time she mentions Chris it's like he, his face is getting hurt all over again like I don't understand and it's like, yeah. if it bothers you that much say something like, <laughs> please 
end the suffering. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this is, like, the beginning of him. Like, this is probably the instrumental of me and you um, that he's mm. playing. Because he's like, it's a conversation. Truth and you go back and forth. Yada, yada. And, he, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. You're actually, like, really good. And he's like, thanks. Hair flip. And Chris reveals that he has backup dancers now. It's a whole thing. So Chris is just at this point really like falling into the whole like super stardom. Like he's not even a superstar, but he's like he's already getting backup dancers. He's already like falling into the fame mm-hmm. of it. Whereas Cyrus is just really keeping it real to the music, as I suppose is the difference yeah. between them. And I'm like a little bit I'm like I how sustainable do you think this is? <laughs> like, realistically, <laughs> past this moment of like, you know, the next couple months or whatever, how sustainable for a career do you think this is? Y'all never heard of I Millie Vanilli? Millie Vanilli was a whole thing. They worked for a little bit. <laughs> I love that we both went straight to that reference. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they're the biggest one. Yeah. I I was thinking I was thinking um, of some of the early like film stars as well who also used lip syncing, but I was just like I cannot call them up as quickly as I can the Millie Vanilli. So Fair. so afterwards, Cyrus has a talk with Levi because he missed a dinner rush, and he's confused about what to do because he his mind is very caught up with a lot of things and he does not want to continue to trick Roxy but he does not want to give up um he doesn't yeah he doesn't want to like I don't know ruin the relationship they probably you know because he's like even though it's like abundantly clear that like you know him and roxy have a better they have more in common and a better rapport than her and chris do Mm -hmm. but i think he's just kind of like he doesn't he doesn't want to be that that person to be like even though it's like the truth to be like Anyways, you're in love with an imposter. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do that. So he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I think there's a song that he doesn't sing a lot, but plays in the background. I think it's Guardian Angel. Oh, he does. He starts it. Oh wait, is this he, the one he, that he sings on the stage? Yeah, this is when he's lip syncing, quote unquote, lip syncing. Uh, okay, so this is his rap. They say I'm young, but my purpose is an inspiration of a of nation innovation. Till I change the talk into a conversation. I'm like a doctor, but my patients are anxiously waiting, healing all the hating and that faker faking and paper chasing, etc. I don't know. It's it's like this like uh, attempt at like conscious rap, I guess. You know, whereas like seemingly everybody else who's specifically bling and like 
um, Chris are like more shallow in what they're rapping about girls and money mm-hmm. and things and he's like I'm here to like be a philosopher with rhymes I'm here to be Nas but not Nas X just like the just, old Nas yeah just like <laughs> the original <laughs> I'm Nas. here to be common yeah I'm here to be you know those yeah those those are really good examples yeah um and he's like <laughs> he's on stage and he's like going off and she's like wait and roxy is out like waits outside because she's meant to be meeting chris or whatever and she's like ah, oh, he's late and then she hears the music and she's like out loud to herself are they open and then she walks out like i love that she's giving us the information <laughs> as to what she's doing there um and then she walks in and chris uh, Cyrus is up there like rapping and whatever and she's like oh my god you rap and she's like, and he's like no <laughs> no I'm lip syncing <laughs> and she says oh no, he had to come up with the lip syncing because he's like you sound like Chris yeah like exactly like him. and I'm so glad that she had the way they gave her the wherewithal for that because it's just like you sound exactly like him like no this is an old track of his i was just lip syncing <laughs> and she's like um, oh you must be the best lip syncer i've ever seen and i'm like go see a drag show but you're also a child so never mind and um <laughs> he's like i do a lot of karaoke and i'm like hmm, don't know if those two things really are you know one and one with each other they really aren't but um okay <laughs> sir <laughs> you're thinking on the fly it's okay i mean she bought it yeah so chris cancels a date they i say a date they were meant to go to dinner um but he cancels on roxy because he's chris and cyrus is there so they decide to go together and they have a lovely time where they talk about you know life and things i guess i don't really remember what happened they talk but about they talk music and, they and enjoy she's each like, other presence what music do you like and he's like rap rock other things opera and she's like oh my god you like opera and he's like yeah <laughs> and he throws out some names and um she's like oh my god <laughs> i also like opera or whatever well she says someone's name you're... and he's like oh you like opera too and she's like i like good singers it's like wow you're really into music as well it's like you and i seem to have more in common than i and chris do it's so weird and i'm like um... i feel <laughs> if you are having that feeling regardless of like the whole competition yada yada you you gotta kind of mm-hmm. like think about it and be like is hanging out with chris even worth it because like I'm having more fun with Cyrus and, like, we're having real conversations. But uh, she's also, yeah. like, a 14-year-old pop star, so... But the thing <laughs> is, she is she's, she's in love with the music that she thinks Chris is making. That's true. So I think that's where her, her problem is because she's like, he's making these songs for me, it seems like, and I absolutely love it, so they must come from a genuine place. But he himself does not come from a genuine anything yeah. so which is like the cognitive dissonance I think of I, that um. <laughs> yeah so i think that's why she's so conflicted um that's right they end up walking to a rap battle and it's two that we haven't seen before one called phantom and one called revelation 
and Revelation beats Phantom because again, all of their rhymes are so 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 weak. And yeah, though <laughs> so I think there was one where he says he's gonna turn Phantom into a, a ghost. ghost, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Which I also, mean, I'm like, it... what does that mean? Do you mean you're going to kill him? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Does it mean the rhymes are good if we remember them? No. <laughs> okay. Just check. So... I, think, I think it just means they were memorable. In that they either used wordplay or it was just, like, funny to listen to. Um, and not in, like, a, <laughs> oh go off gay kind of way but like because uh, okay. I did that a lot it's the oh go off thing but it's it feels like someone who's like 34 wrote them you know and I say this as someone who was almost 30 you know it's not something that the kids would talk about yeah it really that, that it is... possesses a part of my spirit and just makes it itch you know <laughs> It's just so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so funny. Um, but yeah, I think you actually hit the nail on the head there in that, that that's why all of these raps sound the way they do is that this is definitely older people who I don't, I don't know. Do they, who are these people known for writing rap songs? Like, I don't think I think they're songwriters, right? But I don't think they've, they've written, written rap. And it's like not a terrible thing or whatever. It's a Disney movie, like who cares? But yeah, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that's why they sound the way they do. Yes. So a revelation beats Phantom, and then we run into what's his name? The Bling. <laughs> we run into the Bling again. And he has been, like, antagonizing Roxy for some reason. I don't know what. Um, maybe he likes her. I don't know. <laughs> Men are like that. Um, but also, he, like, but... drives a, a taxi. So, like, I don't know about that age difference. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he has to be at least 16 at the time. Mm. Although I don't know if you can, like, chauffeur people. At age 16. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have to be a little older. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why I'm like, it's <laughs> but, very strange. Yeah. But he goes to, like, Battle Revelation, spots them, and then, like, kind of challenges uh, Cyrus again. Uh, because Cyrus never, like, actively battles him. And so... Cyrus ends up walking off again because again he has no ca- uh, I almost said he has no character he has <laughs> confidence <laughs> he has character <laughs> he has it it's there um, but this is a constant thing with him and um, with him and the bling but he still ends up having a nice night with um Roxy regardless and he actually convinces her to like because he liked her voice when she was a child and she would go to church mm-hmm. and sing for them he liked her voice then and he knows that in order to be a pop star you have to do pop star things but he encourages her to actually come to the church and like sing again like she used to do mm-hmm. 
and he would give her the opportunity to do that. And she does come to church. Oh boy. We have entered the church. So <laughs> Roxy comes in, she greets everyone. They seem very pleased to see her. You know, the choir's singing. Uh, or they will be in a moment. They seem just kind of vibing at the moment. But Cyrus beckons her to come and sing. It's like, sing the song that you sang when you were eight years old. You know, that one. And we will do the accompaniment. Like, I haven't practiced this song in a lot of years, Cyrus. But okay. Mm-hmm. So, but she's ready. She remembers it 100%. I just I don't know I don't know if I would be able to remember a song that I sang unless she sang it like frequently in church you know Mm -hmm. like unless that was like her song that she sang but if you're stuck on one song from six years prior (laughs) to when (laughs) we have met again I don't know about that (laughs) but it's um it's also appropriate because it's good to be home yes girl see um (laughs) she's so good i checked the ages and so brandon um the actor of blaine is nine years older than coco jones (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know what age he's meant to be, Uh, but just so you know, the age difference is nine years. And he was like 24 or something when the movie came out. I feel like he's meant to be like an older teen because it's meant to be like a teen. Yeah, yeah. so maybe he's meant to be like 17, 18. Yeah, I think so. And then I'm assuming she's meant to be 15 if they were in third grade or whatever together. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) She sings (laughs) the house down, and everyone's like, Yes! And then she sits down. Everyone's so happy. She sits down, and then the pastor, Pastor Jacob, oh, this man, he's like, You know, that the Lord welcomes all. But also, you can't just, like, be here and then not here. You have to be in God and not out of God. You can't just be, like, sometimes in it. You can't just pray when you need to. You have to this and that. You know, he goes full in. Uh, like, some of y'all have been siding with the devil. And, you know, you gotta be. <laughs> and just, like, making, like, the snide little comments. Yeah about Roxy and this is like it made me so uncomfortable because I'm just like you are full adult man Mm -hmm. she's a teenager Mm -hmm. like 14 15 at best you don't need like she's full crying and she came and she dressed I was like how are you bullying a baby (laughs) like you're bullying a whole small person like I in under the guise under the guise of like preaching to the congregation yeah. but like 
still looking at her in particular sometimes. Yeah, and being like, like something about says, hip-hop Chrissy, which I was like, I know you yeah. thought you were so clever for saying that. Fuck you for coming for a child, <laughs> sir. But yeah, I mean, and people take note. She gets up and she leaves because, you know, she shouldn't have to sit through that. A reasonable person wouldn't have done that to her in the first place. Mm-hmm. But after the service, uh, the pastor goes home and his wife is, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to get some extra sofa time. And she's like, yep, that's where you're going to be. You're sleeping on the sofa. How dare you <laughs> attack that little girl? <laughs> Which you must be out of your mind. Thank you so much that they at least had someone not even not not just some, his wife like clock him like that and be like okay yeah. sir like a lot of the time i let you get a, i let a lot of your bullshit slide um even though like you're very openly being a horrible person to a lot of people for no reason um mm-hmm. and i let a lot of that slide but you fully attacked uh, an entire child in in the middle of church i hope you're proud i'm not sleeping with you tonight Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Read him. <laughs> in the morning, um, Cyrus is like, oh, you slept on the couch, Dad? How funny. Um, anyway, I'm going <laughs> because they have the music video shooting for the song, his song, Truth Song, that day. So he has to leave early to, to make it there. Chris is fully decked out, matching outfits with his backup dancers. Because, of course, he is. They seem to be shooting at um, on the street, which is important for about four minutes from now. Mm-hmm. They're shooting at on the street. And Roxy is there. And they get into filming the music video. And it's a full production. Like, Cyrus, Chris is like, he's learned all these dance moves for this song. Also, yes, let's let's like take a second, let's pull over a second to like, (laughs) yes, Trevor Jackson, that dancing, so adorable. He's so adorable. I'm like, oh, little baby. But like, such a good dancer. Woo. Yeah, I was just like, wow, yes, work. <laughs> I've never seen him dance outside of that because I, I don't know if I've seen many things with him in it. But I was like, yeah, mm. go off. And also, I don't know when this happens, when they say it, but Lila says something along the lines of like, we're looking to make you like a mix of Justin Timberlake, Usher, and Will I Am. And I'm like, did you pull those names out of a hat? <laughs> Because Usher and and Justin Timberlake pretty much do the same thing. Like, yes. So I don't know why you'd need to throw Justin in there, you know? (laughs) You could have just said, you know, Usher and Will I Am, and we all would have been satisfied, but go off. (laughs) But yes, so. They're filming the they're yeah they're filming the music video, and Cyrus keeps s- sneaking glances at Roxy because 
he likes her, of course. And also, by this point, it's been recognized that Chris is sort of playing the girls. Like, he doesn't fully, he's not fully into Roxy as one. We get more into that later, Mm -hmm. but he's just interested in seeing all of the girls, you know? He doesn't want to, like, he's, like, into the fame faction, and he, if he were to become a rock star, he would be one of those rock stars that just, like, sleeps with a bunch of women, Mm -hmm. you know, on the road all the time. Yeah. But he's a teenager, and so we don't get in. And this is also kind of a gospel movie, so we don't get into that. Yes. Um, I mean, on but... the Wikipedia, right at the bottom, it says, see also the fighting temptations and, and <laughs> joyful noise or something like that. The Queen Batista yeah. Christian um, church movie. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But then we get more so... of like, this is why I'm going to crash more than a lifetime, more than a month. Baby, I'll make you mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Don't run away. Again, I'll say this until the day I die. One of the best songs in the movie. Cyrus has another brief conversation with Roxy before they spot Cyrus's father come to the door. He has actually come to apologize to Roxy, not expecting Cyrus to be there. Because his wife made him. This was not on his own (laughs) his own idea yes just to be clear true true this is very correct but he he apologizes to her very briefly it's not a long apology and levi comes around the corner it's like cyrus i need you to clean something and it's enough that his father's just like oh so you work here Oh, so you've just been lying this whole time. And so I said, it's just, it's part time, you know, after it's quiet, because I just, uh, I just do it sometimes. He's like, yes, no, this is not, you're not, you're, you don't, you made me look a fool. And he's like, understandably, it's not about you, <laughs> father. <laughs> this is when he but first that was never gonna fly. gains a backbone. He get he gains like a vertebra. <laughs> A single piece of a spinal column. Exactly. But apparently, his mother already knew is a thing, which we find out. It's like yeah, she's like, his, his dad... so you found out. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am. When Cyrus gets home that evening after doing what Levi wants, because uh, he does work there, he is an employee. He gets home and. They have a bit of an argument where Cyrus is prohibited to do anything with the with the club, I believe it is. He's is he grounded? I don't recall. But he's trying to show his dad um, his music, what he's done, what he can do, the kinds of songs that he's writing. His dad doesn't want to hear any of it because it's all secular music and, you know, it's all bad, <laughs> you know. And after that, his mother is to his, his father. He's trying to show you a piece of himself. What does it matter what genre it's in? And I was like, why is his mother a side character? She has so few lines. And she's. She is the smartest person. Yeah. yeah. She's. <laughs> 
quite honestly my favorite character. I'm like, she just <laughs> has a brain inside that head, and I love it. Because, like, she's, it's like, yeah, fuck. Like, I get it. It's rap, and you have, an, like, a whole aversion to it. But, like, give your son a chance to show you what he does. And, like, if he mm-hmm. sucks and whatever, and it's, like, really not only bad, but, like, really um, blasphemous or whatever, maybe then have a reaction. But, like, at least give him a chance to be like, hey, this is this is what I do. See? I write yeah. really good rap songs about, like, clean things. I don't know. Whatever. We continue on a small montage of events. We have... Chris getting closer with um, Roxy on television while Cyrus sits back and watch. We have Chris getting fangirls while Cyrus is pushing the side and watches. We have the revelation <laughs> of the taxi cab thing with um, Bling. Bling. <laughs> I'm never going to remember his name. We're almost like to the end of this movie. <laughs> but. Roxy comes and visits him while he is under house arrest. He's not really. He's still working with the choir and doing stuff, but he's just like yeah, prohibited not from doing to all really that other participate. stuff. Yeah. And she comes and visits him one evening after his father has I think his father by this point when he's asleep has taken a look at his lyrics and has seen what he's been writing and actually seems kind of surprised and pleased but he doesn't mention it to Cyrus Mm -hmm. so Roxy comes and they go for a walk together and she's still sort of not certain about her standings with Chris She's not certain about how he feels about her. And I think it's messing with her a little bit. Also, they go to a record store and um, listen to an old school song. Mm-hmm. And they almost kiss, and but they don't. Also, you know. by the way, uh, Cyrus <laughs> consistently is like, because he's like, oh, you should do something with this. And she's like, oh, I couldn't. And he's like, go church with it, which is like the second or third time he says that that phrase specifically mm-hmm. about her singing. Um, yeah. And I'm like, dude, get new, get a new way to say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get that this is a church movie, but like, that look back. Um, but also, they almost kiss but they don't good that they don't because he's what 19 yeah he's 19 playing 15 um but yeah so that happens so cyrus between the conversation that he had with her then and the conversation that they had when the music video was on because she's been kind of like he deserves a real referencing chris as truth he deserves like Someone who's real, you know, someone with soul. Like, do I even deserve to be his girlfriend? And we cut to Chris, who is flirting with, like, three girls on a stairwell at the club. And 
Cyrus is just livid because he is messing around with these girls and messing around with Roxy's head and making her think that she's not good enough for him when he doesn't even deserve her to begin with. Like, it's not... Or like, I mean, to say who deserves who is, like, because people don't deserve people. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, like, making her think she's unworthy of him when it's not him at all, while he still has the freedom to go around and flirt with these girls because it makes him feel good. Meanwhile, Cyrus, who actually cares about Roxy and her well-being, is in the shadows, unable to do anything because he does not want to intrude on the relationship that is in progress. Mm. But he wants that girl. So (laughs) they end up having like, they don't even fight. They tussle for Mm. like five seconds. It's a push and a push. And then Levi is like, no, 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 no. Not in my house. <laughs> yeah. He's like, absolutely not. Because I'm pretty sure he says, like, at the beginning or at some point that, like, this is the place where this, the street is the place where you get off of the street, keeping kids off of the street and but away yeah. from, you know, unsavory things that they might get into if they didn't have a place to go. Yeah. So... They part ways, and the issue that has been in the background of this is that the show the com- that's coming up, the rap, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a rap Grand Slam, I think it is, Yeah, is coming up, and Roxy has been invited to perform at the Grand Slam, and she's going to perform with Truth, and Truth cannot lip sync, so he's going to have to sing live. And that was a that was a problem that Cyrus apparently meant to be finding a solution to, so that Chris could go on, and they could maintain this illusion. But he, after this fight, says, "You're on your own." And Chris is like, "Yeah, good, fine. It's not good. It's not fine." <laughs> but when Cyrus gets home, he is looking at um the the flyer for the competition i think it's the newspaper and he reveals to his mother that he is truth and he can't he's been trying to support chris from the background but he can't let chris go on in this way because he will be embarrassed and his life will actually become like he will be a laughing stock he will be publicly embarrassed by this yeah and he doesn't want that to happen to his friend like they might have fought but he's still they're still friends so what is he gonna do don't know but he makes his way to the competition where chris is absolutely (laughs) for moral support Mm -hmm. at this point the dad has revealed that he looked at his stuff and he's like oh you're actually yes. like talented or whatever <laughs> but yeah so they all pack up and go to the grand slam chris is in the bathroom being sick because he's so nervous he doesn't know what to do until cyrus appears meanwhile roxy has been dressed by lila in a, a space thing 
that might rival Lady Gaga on a bad day. Um, you know, you remember the early Gaga looks. Like, it was I'm almost certain Gaga had a bubble dress type thing at an award show or something. Singing, like, paparazzi. I wouldn't be surprised. But... Coco has been having this battle where she doesn't feel real because she's just been following the advice of Lila and other music professionals as to what is going to get her popular, get her stardom. And she decides in this moment, in this foot-high platform bubble pink-wigged situation that she had going on, (laughs) she's like, this is actually the last straw i cannot do this um i understand you mean well but get me out of this Mm -mm, i'm i'm not doing this anymore (laughs) and she strips down like the entire outfit down to like this yellow ensemble it's like a skirt and a cardigan 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 (laughs) um a cardigan and just like her flat ironed hair I say flat iron I don't know if her hair straightened I don't actually mm-hmm. um, but her straight black hair and you know just simple she makes herself into a simple girl mm-hmm. Chris and Cyrus come to the conclusion that they cannot maintain this and decide that maybe it's time you know for Cyrus to take over because Chris has always secretly envied Cyrus's rap abilities and Cyrus has always envied Chris for some reason. I don't know. Because um, he's hot. He looks good. <laughs> he's like, you're hot and I'm not. Tears. It's so weak, though. But I guess <laughs> it makes him more... I guess it makes him more noticeable. Like, he gets noticed and Cyrus just doesn't. And I think that's yeah. what he envies. Yeah. So... They decide that, you know, we're not going to do this anymore and Chris is going to be truth from now and he just has to go and tell Roxy. Which he goes looking for her, sees her, finds her, has like a minute conversation and then she has to go and he does not tell her. And I think it would have been better if they told her before she went on. Like even if they delayed her by like 30 seconds. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But that's not what happened because, you know, without bad choices, there would be no show. <laughs> so, Roxy goes on to sing um, the duet that Cyrus had written. Yeah. Uh, Me and you. It's the one that goes, You're spinning right around right in my head. head. Na, 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 like you said, said. Na, 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 na. Should I stay or should I go? But I love that because it's like, <laughs> Are they improvising right now? They are, I think. Because. Otherwise, it'd be like really strange for Cyrus to write in a song where they're going back and forth arguing about how one is lying to the other. Um, that would be like super insane to write. So no, I'm like, think, they're just like I improvising think... on stage. And I'm like, well, you know what? For an improvised, for improvised lyrics, this is great. I love it. 
No, but they they really said the show must go on. They were not like <laughs> they were like let's have a conversation. They weren't is... like let's have a conversation about this. They were like absolutely not. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're gonna come out here and try to wreck my entire like thinking process with this. No, we're gonna have this out in song, and maybe the audience doesn't know because they still cheered at the end. They're just like, oh my god, is this like? It, I feel like it would be akin to watching like so we don't support R. Kelly but you know Trapped in the Closet like the whole series yeah where it's just like him like talking mm-hmm. about what's happening I feel like it f- might have felt something similar to that where it's just like oh they're telling a story right now yeah who was pretending to be was was this like an ARG thing that was happening was this like an alternate reality game we had to find out who was truth and now truth is actually revealed to not have been truth in the first place and now it's being revealed and then like is roxanne in on it like was she pretending to like fall in love with this guy and now this guy's revealed himself to be truth it's like i would be losing my mind (laughs) if i'm very honest because it's just like been building up yeah like and she's like this guy yeah it's it's really because it is like because we do see her like actually reference uh chris and like look at him and it's like mm-hmm. did you do it all for me or did you do it for him and da, 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 and all that stuff and yeah that is kind of an interesting concept that it would be like oh maybe they did all of this for like a cool type publicity stunt all leading to this moment where they reveal who truth is actually yeah and then like big press moment or something like that mm-hmm. um yeah especially because neither of them stopped the song to have a conversation they were like yeah. i'm gonna rap what i mean to say to you and she's like i'm gonna sing what i mean to say to you which is like again great improv- improvisational skills it really is but she gets fed up with it and then she storms off she does not sing the third chorus <laughs> I could he- I could hear the background music for it, but you know she's just walking away yep. at this point, and so the, the announcer, the announcer is just like, "Give it up for Roxy and Truth, or whoever that guy was." <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man! And then I think in the background, the rap competition, the actual thing that people are here for, is happening. While Roxy is understandably very upset at both Chris and Cyrus because they've been playing him, playing her rather. Mm. And she's just like, I mean, Cyrus says that he should have been upfront with her from the beginning, which is true, sure. you know, very much. And Roxy is just, I think, very heartbroken. Because she fell in love with a person who she thought was in the songs. And she thought that was Chris. And even though she felt a connection to Cyrus, she fell in love with the songs. And so, having been tricked for so long, I think, was really the issue. Because at any point, any point. They could have been like, look, this is a mistake. This shouldn't have happened. Um, I am this person. But they just went along. They played her. And she walks away from both of them. This could have been, like, 
really this conversation could have been had at the recording studio even even if like the yeah. initial whatever they didn't tell her like at the recording studio while they're doing their little Hannah Montana skit they could have just been like actually wait a minute let's yeah be honest um but again um Cyrus was being loyal to Chris in that way and <laughs> Yeah. Chris was just there to because he's like I'm really serious about her and I'm also and I'm like you're also a child so dial it back <laughs> but it turns out he wasn't at all but anyway so Cyrus is now the person that has to go and give the trophy to um to bling because he is um the winner, the winner of the grand slam because of course he is and he's trying to be like cordial about it he's like congratulations here's your trophy just take it and you know bling is just so pompous and arrogant he's just like you gotta polish it for me bus boy you know and all of this nonsense which sets cyrus off like completely he's just like you don't deserve this any of this you're not i'm better than you and then they have a battle and thank god (laughs) It's it's finally a little better. Like it's not completely, but it's better. You know when 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 bling starts, I'm just like, here we go again. <laughs> but then Cyrus is just like, I don't know. What does he say? Your toast without bread. I don't remember what he, he said. Says, but you know the whole like, sequence that I'm talking about. You don't want a battle. You're a snake without the rattle. You're the boat without the paddle. You're the duck without the. He says waddle, and I was like, no, actually. <laughs> and then you're the horse without the saddle. You're the ranch without the cattle. The day without a shadow. Um, son, I think you should skedaddle, kick, gravel. Oh, that, yeah, this little bit. Yeah, the sun. I think you should skedaddle, kick, gravel, sayonara, punk, arrivederci. What language did I have to say it in for you to hear me? And then he says, clearly, they're lit. How does he say it? Because he says, arrivederci. And then he says, clearly. And I was like, some of these words, I'm not sure. However, in its entirety, his part of the, the battle is actually pretty good. Yeah. That's um, that's moment of truth. And he ends up winning, you know, because of course he is. He also reveals that uh, Bling has been a liar this whole time. Yeah. And it's like actually... he's been faking how much money he has he is not rich he is just i mean and why would he be to be very <laughs> honest like why would a rich kid come down to the, the the teen clubs like why wouldn't he have something better to do yeah like i don't understand so but yeah he reveals that he's a cab driver and his posse is probably fake and so he ends up winning the competition because mm-hmm. he is the greatest rapper, but he has not won Roxy's heart. And so we think it's going to be a terrible time. Um, <laughs> Chris goes to like try to grab Roxy. And this is like in her the limo, next day like, when she's leaving. Yeah. It's like, look, I know this whole situation was real bad, but like, Cyrus is a genuinely good person. He was just trying to help me. Like, 
you should be with him if you want to be with somebody because those lyrics were about you and he actually like really cares about you and xyz and and he does that's this is when he like sort of points out that like you decided that truth was me because you saw the picture and um lila's like well it's showbiz shrug and i'm like no let's dig into that for a second because yes she was (laughs) deceived and i absolutely am on the side of like don't fucking like catfish a person in person for like seven years um but at the same time you decided who truth was after seeing a picture of two people you didn't you didn't Mm -hmm. like put a question mark there. You didn't try to verify prior, um, like have a conversation with either of them at all. Even if like, fine, let's accept that like Chris sent in his entry and um, didn't send in a picture. Even if like we accept that, that version of the truth, you decided, both of you, not just you Roxy, but like you decided that this was the, the hot one the one that's better looking, the one that's taller, whatever, is the one that's the rapper. And so it's like, yes, they deceived you, but also you decided who who it was based on looks. So I don't know. More than a shrug would be appreciated. Thank you. (laughs) After this conversation with Roxanne, um, she has to go and so there's no real resolution to that as Chris leaves and makes his way to the church um, who he's greeted by Cyrus's family um, as like a prodigal I guess he hadn't gone to church in a little bit and so he's there but it doesn't take long for the limousine to actually pull up into the churchyard and out comes Coco, who seemed to be dressed in her, like, very nice Sunday clothes. So I don't know where she was going beforehand. <laughs> but she's at church now. And, um, she hugs Cyrus. I don't remember specifically what she says about him. But she seems to have forgiven his actions. And she hugs him. And then we go to the ending where they sing together... Oh, is this it let around it the blah? Oh no, let it shine. It's saying let it shine. And then it's like this little light on mine. I'm gonna yes. let it shine. And he's <laughs> Cyrus is in the back for being like, all right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 during the chorus. I don't know why that it just I don't know. It's like sent me. Um, but yeah, he like, he raps and then she sings the pre-chorus and then everybody sings the chorus. And then like, Chris does like some backflips down the aisle. (laughs) He does. And then the movie's over. Yeah. So let's get into our ratings. Starting off as we always do with music and choreography. Music. It's fine for the most part. <laughs> you know, it's like the choreography that's in it is limited to performance, performances of songs, 
so it's not just like happening randomly and some are stronger than others uh, I really enjoyed looking at the tonight's the night uh, choreography and the one for the don't run away music video thing that's happening but the music like on a whole is pretty it's average there's <laughs> nothing like spectacular that sticks out to me yeah. so I will give it a 3.75 pianos okay that's fairly high um yeah the like yeah we've spoken at length about um rap lyrics and flow and things which is like the Mm -hmm. basis of this movie essentially um and it's a disney movie and like keeping that in mind um I will say I give it oh and the choreography was really fun by the way like I mm-hmm. enjoyed it them doing their tutting during church <laughs> and <laughs> all of that I was like okay go off um, so that was really really good um, giving I guess I'll give it like a 3.25 um, 3.25 Leaning closer to three, 3.5 than 3, if that makes sense. Oh, pianos. I forgot to say the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Next this story. Now, they had a few mini branching storylines, like I mentioned before. Um, I think just to keep it entertaining and like not completely just about the mistaken identity plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have... Uh, I keep just wanting to call her Coco. Roxanne's uh, internal conflict between, you know, the pop idol that she is becoming and the, her real self, and then Cyrus's conflict with his parents, mostly his dad, about um, his music and what he wants to do. And it was interesting to sprinkle that within the larger storyline of the tenuous lie that is two best friends. Um, one pretending to be the other one so that the other one can ascend to fame because there's always going to be an inbreeding of bitterness in something like that especially if your endeavors um, on your own don't take you as far as you could have possibly gotten Mm -hmm. you know so it's just um, I will say for a story I'd give it Three point five, yeah, three point five. What was the rhetoric? Grand trophies. Grand slam trophies. Okay. It got there in the end. <laughs> um. Yeah. Story's fine. Um. The fact that it's an adaptation, I I don't actually know the source material. Like, I don't know it in terms of, like, having seen or read it or whatever. Um, however, they also, like you said, added a couple of 
plot points, um, which I'm not saying didn't need to be there, but like something could have been cut because <laughs> an hour and 40 minutes for a Disney movie seems egregious. Um, I don't know. It just so, it seemed like, because like when I was starting, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be here for one hour and 40 minutes. That's insanely long. But I'm sure there are other Disney movies that are equally as long and probably longer. Who knows? Anyways, point is, um, the story itself was fine. Um, Snake and Identity stuff was what it was. And the fact that like there was this thing of like Roxy having a connection with Cyrus and having a connection with someone with the truth identity um, and not really clocking, which like, how could she ever, that they're one and the same. Um, yeah, that made me a little sad. I was like, girl, you're in love with the same person twice. But anyways, <laughs> um, I will give it, I will give it 3.25 Grand Slam trophies. And now, overall enjoyment. It was okay. <laughs> like, I know this was one one of the, like, or maybe the highest um, grossing movie of that year for um, Disney Channel. Um, but I'm just like, I don't know. It, it doesn't have a very strong background. Back, backbone the story. Mm-hmm. And I fear that he might... Why did I say he? <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> oh my god, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm actually losing it. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. What was I what was I saying? <laughs> Overall enjoyment. You said, um, you said it was a high-grossing movie, but it didn't have much of a backbone, and I think that triggered your opinion <laughs> of Cyrus. <laughs> and you said he. I was just like, where am I going? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh goodness! Oh yeah. It doesn't have a backbone in terms of what's happening. And I know that is the truth for a lot of movies. A lot of movies don't have like, but a lot of those movies piss me off. So (laughs) I think it's just fair to say that I don't like movies where like everything unravels so quickly. Like if you, if, if something as simple as someone just having the ability to tell the truth at any time and neither of them are acting in a malicious way yeah they're doing it out of one trying to be kind to the other and the other like trying to chase fame and they're just both not thinking of the consequences and i'm just like one of you just do it mm-hmm. and we have to sit for an hour and 40 minutes well 
it's more like an hour and 35 before they do anything about it. I'm just so frustrated about it all the time. And it's very evident <laughs> by the way that I, I talk about this. Like, it frustrates me. As soon as I saw that this was going to be a mistaken identity thing, I got so mad. <laughs> because I'm just like, those plots make me angry. <laughs> because... It just you're just lying the whole time for no reason. Mm -hmm. Saying that, I did enjoy the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It wasn't bad. It wasn't like terrible. I didn't want to like be. I think because it is a Disney movie, so it couldn't get too complicated because it's for children. And it couldn't get very dark because it's the children. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the grievances I have couldn't come to fruition because it's meant to be a simple movie for the teenage crowd and easily consumed. Yeah. And it was. <sighs> Before I even like start to like try to make a plot point, I'm just going to say I rate it 3... Point five, no, 3.75 bubble dresses. It wasn't a bad time. It wasn't a bad time. I don't think it quite hits the floor bracket, but, you know. Yeah. It was, it was fine. I would give this to a child to watch. I wouldn't watch it again myself. You know. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this. It's just, I don't know if I've, I've enjoyed watching this movie more than I have watching it the podcast I think I've watched it before kind of passively and so I didn't Mm -hmm. really need to be listening or paying attention because again it came out in like 2012 um so I I, you know so at that point I was like 19 so it was like I didn't really I was just like oh yeah things happening you know um but obviously because now I had to pay attention not only to the story, how it's told, the acting, the rapping, the music itself, the pres- presentation and all, of all of it, because like obviously I'm going to come here and say some shit, so I need some shit to say, so I need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it, I think, so much more having paid attention, um, simply because there are just some things that are unintentionally, unintentionally funny that I really enjoyed. Um, and <clears throat> when it comes to the mistaken identity thing I agree that like I think if there was like a real a real reason as to why Cyrus would continue the lie other than like he's my best friend you know so like if it were like a he knows that if he comes out and says he did this his parents will I don't know send him to bible camp forever I don't know you know what I mean? Like, if there was, like, like mm-hmm. an, more stakes involved in the, re- the revelation so that we know that, like, yeah, revealing this thing not, will not only, like, make him a little sad or someone a little sad, like, there are real consequences to it. Um, yeah. If, that, if they'd done that, it would have be, been a little bit stronger. Um, however, I, I enjoyed watching this immensely um, fun times, um, watching it on my own, yelling at the screen. Um, <laughs> so I will give it, I'll give it 3.75. 
So mm-hmm. I enjoyed the package more than apparently I enjoyed the music for the story. But like <laughs> the entirety of it, I enjoyed it quite, quite, quite a lot. So 3.75 bubble dresses. Now is the time. Now is the time for our obsessions. Some theater news and things we like. That's it. So. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a song. I know that. It just... <laughs> That's upsetting. <laughs> um, well, anyway, well, I'll start with my obsession. Um, so I have two, uh, one of which being there. Let me get it up. Oh, where did I? There it is. Hmm. So the Broadway miscast thing that happens every year, they are allowing you, yes, you, listener, um, to enter. All you need to do is put up a TikTok video, I guess, of you singing 30 seconds of a song that you wouldn't, of a, from a role you wouldn't normally be cast in, um, open to all ages, and all of this closes by April 16th, uh, 11, 59 p.m. Eastern Time, in Eastern Standard Time. So April 16th is the very latest. You can submit a thing, one submission per person, and you need to tag at MCC Theater and use both hashtags, hashtag MCC Miscast Me and hashtag Miscast 21. So, again, that is putting up a video of you singing 30 seconds of a song from a role you wouldn't normally be cast in by April 16th, and you need to tag MMC Theater and put hashtags MCC Miscast Me and Miscast 21. And then you can also be a part of the Broadway Miscast event. (laughs) Um, and then the second thing that I wanted to talk about is I've mentioned her before Um, so the Diana musical so it's going to be opening on Broadway on December 16th at the Long Acre Theater and in addition to the Broadway run the show has announced a streaming date of October 1st 2021 for the Netflix capture of the show that was filmed last last autumn. Um, so yeah, you get to see it on Netflix. I don't know if it's gonna be just like, here it is, or if like you need to pay extra, which I don't know. I don't think Netflix has that kind of infra- infrastructure. Whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, you, October 1st, 2021, on Netflix, Diana Musical, otherwise in December, Broadway live performance of the Diana Musical. And that is all I got. What about you? Uh, I don't have much. Um, this is a replug 
for uh, the shows must go on. Uh, they're back on my radar right now because they have released a production of Jesus Christ Superstar for y'all to watch because it's Easter. So <laughs> Of course. I mean, we did the same thing last year. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I bring it up just because it's like it sparked a memory. So I don't recall how long they keep these things up for. So honestly, by the time you listen to this, it might be gone. And I'm sorry for that. This isn't really a musical, but I managed to watch Emilia the play. It's a play about Emilia Bassano, um, a 17th century uh, writer and poet who is uh, believed to be, but not like explicitly stated to be, the dark lady in some of William Shakespeare's poetry. And it goes into her life if you ever have an opportunity to see it. I don't know when they'll bring it on. I think they've made it available for um, schools to use now, the the rights. So if you have an opportunity to do it, they use an all-female cast to play all of the roles. So it, it was just really interesting and really insightful and really like heart-wrenching because a lot of terrible things happened to her. Grief. Um, <laughs> So I would say if you have an opportunity to watch it, unfortunately, by the time you're listening to this, um, it has passed. They had an archival recording that they were using uh, to show to people. You could pay any amount as low as one pound to watch. Um, And yeah, I'm glad for the opportunity. And if they when the world opens up again and theaters are a thing if they decide to bring it back I would recommend it immensely but that's not it's not really a musical there's musical moments in it but it's just, it's a it's a it's a thing I really like right now so that's fair I mean it's a theater thing so yeah it's fine it fits um by the <laughs> way I think I figured out what song you were singing um oh, Troy Sivan's My 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 Oh, my, my, my. And then there's the bit right after the chorus, like, I die every night with you. Oh, my, my, that's my, not what I was singing. Oh, my, my, my. oh, okay. Different thing. But that's what I thought you were singing. What were you singing then? Oh, you might be right, actually. But it might have also been Boy With Love from BTS. <laughs> fair enough. That is entirely fair. Um, okay. They have, um, they have a chorus. Uh, yes, finish the thing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to our episode of Let It Shine. Um, Next time we'll be diving into some Nickelodeon original movies. I don't think they call them that, but you know, whatever. Um, And yeah. Yeah, I know. I had a whole moment where I was just going nom, nom, nom the whole time. Um, (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. You can find us on social media at at TMM TMM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on Tumblr at Tommy More Tell Me More Podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at Tommy More Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our favorite songs from some of the musicals that we've done on our Spotify profile. So if you go to um, on Spotify you type in TMM TMM podcast 
um, and you go to the profile and not the podcast itself, you will get three, currently, three playlists of each year that the podcast has existed. Um, if all of these links seem overwhelming, find our Twitter or Instagram. We do have a link in our bio that has like all the other things. So you will be like sorted. Um, but yeah, I believe that is it. If not, again, the links exist. If you find either our Instagram or Twitter, you'll be fine. Um, and you'll get us, catch us in the next one. Until then, for Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast, I've been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adesia. Goodbye. Goodbye.